what's going on everyone my name is john i'm a filmmaker slash creator and your host for make limited podcast where we talk about how to change our circumstances when life happens in other words when life gives you lemons make lemonade today we're going to be talking about using 100 of what you're given and we hope that this can help you use your full potential So have you ever heard the story of the prodigal son? So if you haven't, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what the story is about. So the story is about a father and his two sons. The younger one wants to go out and explore his life. So he asks for his half of the inheritance and his father gives it to him. He goes out, he goes far away and he goes into a city and he parties. He wastes all his inheritance and loses everything. Uh, at this time, the city goes through a famine and he has to get a job because he lost everything and he needs to eat. So he gets a job at being a pig feeder. And later on during time, he starts realizing when he comes to his sense that, you know, his dad's workers are doing actually better and they have food left over because he sees like the pig food and he's actually craving pig food. And so he realizes that if he goes back to his dad, he can probably be a servant uh, and have food to eat at least. And so he realizes this. And so he makes like this whole speech uh, of him going back and how, you know, his dad with this speech will probably give him uh, a job. So he goes back. He tells the dad, you know, dad, I am not worthy to be your son. Um, Just give me a job and, you know, that'll be enough. You know, I'm sorry everything that I did but the father uh in this story instead of rejecting him and just saying no I told you so actually embraces him and reinstates him back into the position that he was uh, when he was living there so he gives him you know he he has a party for him he gives him the best clothes the best food and they're celebrating at this time uh once they're already doing the celebration the brother is coming uh from an out day of work and sees that there's a party going on and asks one of the workers hey what's going on and the worker is like oh whoa you didn't know your brother's back you know their your dad is making like this huge feast for him so this actually angers the the big brother and he goes and talks to the dad and that well he doesn't want to go inside the party and the dad comes out to him and actually tells him like what's wrong and the son is like you never did this for me you know how dare you and the dad is like look you know everything that i have here is actually yours you can do this anytime you want but right now we're celebrating that your brother is back alive and you know he was lost but now you know he's back he's found and that's what we're celebrating so now that we got a piece of this story let's move on to my first point So now that we have a quick summary of what happened, I want to remind you that we're talking today about using 100% of what you're given. Okay, that's what we're talking about. And this is to help you use your full potential. Okay, so let's talk first of all, let's go into my first part about the younger brother. Now, I want to go into some details about the younger brother because uh, I was really interested in why he, he did what he did you know, and, and the reasons behind it. So I did a little bit more interesting uh, research 
and I read and reread the the story so that I can get a clear picture of what was it, what was he thinking about, what was his characteristics, you know, what was it that he did that made him go through all these areas. And this is some of the things that I came up with, and I wanted to share with you. So, about the younger brother. So let's go to this typical storyline. Okay, he was ambitious. He he and. He was ambitious to do what he wanted, right? We see in the beginning of the story, he wanted to just go out and explore his life. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. He was ambitious. He wanted to do what he wanted to do, right? And then we see later on in the story that he spends his inheritance unwisely. So, you know, he wanted to do what he wanted to do, uh, but his focus, I think, was in the wrong place. I mean, he spends... His whole inheritance and he spends it crazily like he spends it on things he shouldn't have like uh you know parties women all this stuff and he does it really uh with no sense so then what happens in all these things you know after he goes through this this stuff and you know there's a famine he loses everything uh, well he wants to come back to the dad right simple story he comes back and he is reinstated now that is the typical storyline that I hear all the time from uh, this uh, younger son. Now, when I went back into the story and I saw, uh, I saw like more things, and I was reading, and I saw three wants. Okay, three wants that the younger brother ran into. And by wants, you know, uh, you have your needs and you have your wants, right? But I saw three wants of the sun so in the beginning of course like i said i repeat myself ambition want he had an ambitious want you know there's nothing wrong with having ambition to wanting to do something right but in this case he had that determination in the wrong thing right he was not focused on something good he was focused on just having fun and celebrating and getting drunk and all this stuff and he did it really wildly he spent it really wildly so um that goes into uh not only that he wanted to do something crazy but he also wanted to go far away he went to a far city to do everything that he wanted to do to to i i assume to hide it from anyone that he knew and then thirdly from the ambitious want is he spent everything in the wrong investment you know that determination that vision that he had he had an ambition he wanted to do something but it was in the wrong place in the wrong place to invest it in and it was just not good you know he went to parties all his money went to people who didn't even know him but would spend time with them it was just horrible so that led to the whole destruction of his inheritance being to zero and then the whole city what do you know goes into like there's a famine where there's need right so what happens he finds himself at a material want okay and this is what he wanted he 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 wanted a shelter he wanted food and he needed those things, but he couldn't get it because there was no one who was there willing to give it to him because he, no one wanted to help him. Everybody had their own issues. So this, this uh, uh, person in this town gave him the only job, which was feeding pigs, right? And so he was trying to do that, and at the same time that he was, the, the food of the pig seemed to be so good. 
and you know you find himself in this material want of wanting things and so that led him into the acceptance want and what happens in this acceptance want? well what happens is that you crave position right you want to be accepted into a place and so his acceptance went to his father's servants you see he lowered his standards from being like the master to being a servant to being just a worker and he was willing to lower his standards and his position because at the place that he was he found himself in a humility place where he was he was you know one he was humility and two he had to humble himself in order to go back to his father because he was like i can't go back and and think hey i want my stuff back when i literally wasted everything so he his acceptance was lowered to a position of just being a servant and from that position he craved the 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 asking for his father his father's grace you know he was like you know what if i can just do uh if i can just write this letter of like you know hey you know i'm i'm not worthy you know just just give me a job uh that i can become a servant of you and you know just have food to eat you know because it all lined it up together so uh that from him asking his for his father's grace uh, it led him to having a safe place to work and eat and where he no longer had to be dirty and craving pig food. So all of that in place for this younger son leads me to ask, well, what was he thinking, right? Like he literally had everything and he wanted this ambitious life. So what caused him to have any of these things? Well, this is what I figured with this young, younger, uh, younger uh, son that this father had. Well, he was immature. He was underdeveloped. He was at a state where he knew he had half of the inheritance. His father would give it to him and he could just do whatever he wanted. You know, and I think some of us find ourselves in that position sometimes, you know. We, we know that we have, you know, everything and we just want to have it our way you know because you know we want to do things our way we you know it's already you know given to us but we want to do things our way and so that comes into an immaturity and an underdeveloped mindset because we don't see what is in front of us and how it's developed instead we want to develop our own world and understand something that we've never seen instead of knowing what we have right so he had a immature uh, undeveloped mind and so also what else what what other characteristics that he had well he had a uh, a profiligated mind okay what does that mean well it simply means this that he he had a mind that was wasteful and reckless in the use of his resource he didn't he didn't know how to use his resources correctly he didn't know into what to invest into so instead of like doing something good like investing maybe if it was going to go off right he probably should have invested in something like maybe uh, real estate. Maybe he should have, you know, built a business, you know, done something that would uh, help him and in his inheritance and develop it so he could have more. Right. But he did it. He was wasteful with it and reckless. So uh, with his resources, so it didn't lead to anything. And in other words, he was degenerate. Right. He lost. That's another thing he had. He, he was degenerate. He lost a. Uh, uh, the loss of all moral qualities.
he didn't have any morals. He didn't have, you know, that um, that inside of you morals of his father's teachings of like, hey, this is good and this is bad. You know, don't do this. Be respectful here. Be respectful there. He didn't. He was just really reckless in what he was doing. Uh, and, and his vision was reckless. And so another thing he was, he was libertine, which was his behavior without morals, principles, or sense of responsibility. So all of these things combined caused him to go into a search, a wasted search that ultimately would lead him back to where he started. So, you know, in this point, you know, we're talking about using 100% of what you're given, right? He didn't use 100% of what he was given correctly. He used it all, but he didn't use it wisely. He used it and wasted it. You know, there's a difference between wasting something and using something, and he wasted it. He didn't use it 100%. He didn't use his full potential. It wasn't allowed. Why? Because of the mentality that he had. And so my question to you is, what mentality do you have at this moment? You know, you want to reach your goal. You want to do something amazing. What is the mentality that you're in? Do you have a mature mentality or do you have an immature mentality? Are you being profiligated or you're being wise using your stuff? You know, do you have the sense of moral principles and the sense of responsibility uh, for where you're at at the moment? You know, for example, uh, let's say you have kids. Are you being responsible with your kids? Are you being responsible with your spouse, with the responsibility that is hold there? You know, if you're a father, you're being responsible for your kids. Are being responsible for your wife, meeting the needs, you know, showing them the principles, making sure you're leading by example. You know, all these things come in hand before you want to move ahead in what you want to do because you do not build a house without a foundation and say you have a house because ultimately when the wind comes and the storms the house will fall so that is something to think about when we're talking about the younger son now now the whole now i don't want to leave you there because i do want to talk about the older brother okay the older brother is another thing that i wanted to talk about and we're going to get into right now but before we get into it i do want to leave you and to something to think about so we're going to take a quick break and we're coming back talking about the older brother All right, everyone, welcome, welcome back. Uh, we are talking about using 100% of what you're giving. We're hoping this helps you use your full potential. Okay, so we already talked about the younger brother. We, you know, we looked into his character. We looked at why he did things, and we compared it to our lives and see where we at. You know, do we have that mentality or do we not have the mentality? Now, this is another mentality that I want to bring you into because it's so important to see every character in this story. Because the, usually when I would hear this story, it would just be about one character, which was the younger son, right? Well, two characters, younger son and the, and the, and the father. And everybody would be like, oh, you know, what a story. But when I looked at this, I realized that, hey, the, the older brother has something to give here. And this is what I want to talk to you about. So I want to remind you, we are talking about, again, using 100% of what you're given, okay? So let's talk about the older brother. Let's talk about his characteristics, okay? What, what were some of his characteristics that I found really uh, amusing and really contradicting in a way 
but still made sense, okay? So what do we see here as a characteristic in the older brother? Well, we see that he's faithful, right? Why is he faithful? Well, he's faithful because he stays with the father. He stays with them. He's doing the work, as we see in the end of the story, that he is actually coming from like doing the work that for his father, making sure everything's fine, right? So he's faithful. He's faithful. He stays there. He stays with uh, his father. What, what other thing do we see? He's consistent, right? That's the other thing that we see. He is consistent. How, what, what does that mean? Well, he's consistent, meaning that he's still doing the same thing throughout the years, uh, that he's there. He's still in the same area, same position. So he's consistent in what he does. And then what other thing that we do we understand? Well, he has manager skills. You know, one of the things that I like to assume in that position was that, you know, as he asked one of the the workers, I'm assuming that this was manager, uh, not only ownership, but manager skills that he was able to communicate coming in from working and probably working with other uh, servants that they had and you know leading them and guiding them to what they wanted to do uh to keep on you know keeping their area going and then lastly leadership he had leadership because at that time you know he he was a master he was leading his 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 workers on what to do uh where to go and what to do so that's very important that we see these things because you know in this story he gets like the 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 bad end you know he, he comes out as a bad guy, and I want to show you things in this story because it's very important that he is not a bad guy, but he just he he is just misdirected, okay? So I want you to understand that. So another thing that I wanted to see is, okay, well, since he has all these characteristics, what does he believe? What What is it that... That, he, that makes him be faithful, consistent, and good manager skills, and a leader. What is this? Why? Why does he do this, and what does he believe? Well, uh, I believe that if we look and calculate the story, and we dissect it, we, say, we see that staying close uh, is a great thing because he stays close to the resource, okay? Now, he knew where the resource was coming from. His father, his father had been making the resource, so why did he stay? Because he wanted to be a part of the resource, he wanted to learn uh, where the resource came from, how to manage it, and how to keep it going. So that's one of the reasons why he stayed, why he was faithful, right? Why he was consistent. He wanted to stay close to the resource. Another thing that I believe that why he stayed was because he wanted to stay safe. He wanted to stay on the safe side, you know? He was, you know, that that son that was closed, that would just, you know, uh, wanted to be a part of it. But the main reason was he didn't want to go out there. He wanted to stay safe and his resources and the dad's uh, riches. I mean, literally that half that was kept was belonging to him. But he just felt like, you know what, I just need to stay in this area. And then, you know, once my father is gone, I can take care of the area just like he did. Right. Staying in the safe area. Another thing is he believed in obedience. Why? Because we can see at the very end of the story that he was upset that he had been doing everything that the father wanted. So he was obedient, right? He was like what, what we like to call the good kid. You know, he was the good kid. He was the older brother. He was the faithful one. He was the consistent one. Anything that dad need, he was always there. So it brings me to the question why did he get angry? You know, he had everything. His father loved him. You know, his, he had half of the inheritance that, you know, from the other half that his brother took. So, I mean, 
And by this time, he probably had multiplied it. So I'm thinking, why did he get angry? Well, this is what I concluded with this. I concluded that the father um, accepted the brother back. Now, for, for I think for us humans, we like to think that if something happens or someone leaves, right, to receive them back is like an insult. We're like, you know, when you decided to leave, I didn't, I didn't tell you to leave, right? And so the father accepting him back, I felt like the son was like, first of all, you're accepting him back. It's my money. It's, you know, it's my inheritance. Am I going to have to share it with my brother, blah, 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 and all this stuff, right? So you can imagine why he got angry. And the other thing that I saw is the father didn't see the brother's mistake, right? First, you allow him back. Second, you don't even tell him anything that he has done wrong. As a matter of fact, you make him a huge party, you know, kill the best food and give them the best clothes and you don't even tell him anything about his mistake. So that's anger number two. Anger number three is the brother, um, uh, the father had given the brother a party he had never had. So you think about it. The son leaves, he comes back. The dad doesn't get after him. And then his father gives him a party that the big brother never asked for, never had anything. So I think at this moment, we can see why the brother got mad, right? We can see why all of this is happening. So have you ever found yourself in a place, whether it be in the family, in the work area, with friends? Have you ever found in a place where you have been doing everything good and then... Out of a sudden, like, you know, the person that was just like the outcast or, you know, the person who decided to leave comes back and then everybody's like, yeah, you know, let's have a party. Let's do this. And now everybody's like happy and everybody wants to do this. But when you were there, no one wanted to do it. Right. But you were the one who was faithful. You like, you know, you had everyone's back and all these things. And out of a sudden, this other person comes that had been there before who left and everybody's like, no, he's number one or she's number one. And so, have you ever had this moment, right? Have you ever really had this moment, especially like in a work area or something or in a business, you know? Have you ever had anything within a family, these things happen to you? I'm pretty sure in some sense we can all agree that this has happened to each and every one of us at some point. So, we're talking about using 100% of what you're given right so on these two questions right because we have one more that i want to go into i want you to think about what what in these two things do we see the younger brother used 100 percent unwisely the younger brother had 100 percent and didn't use it so where is the point of trying to do something wisely 100%. Well, we're going to learn this right now next when we talk about the father and what he did that really, really is going to set this story really good because I want you to really understand each part of this character and then you're going to see the 100% used and why the father did what he did. All 
right, everyone. So we talked about the younger son and we talked about the older son in this story called the prodigal son. And the whole point of this story is to use 100% of what you're given, right? So now we're talking about the father, the one who, you know, had this inheritance for his both of his sons uh, and gave the inheritance to one and just, just let him go do what he what he wanted to, right? So... We look at the story and one of the bigger picture of this story is why did the father do that? Why didn't the father stop the son, talk to him, son, what do you want to do? Because I'm going to give you this whole money that is yours, you know, um, what are you going to do? You know, are you going to get married? Are you going to find a job? Are you going to do this? I mean, what is it? You know, what's your plan? You know, we don't see the father doing this in this short story. So... What comes to mind is what are the characteristics of this father and how does he attain these characteristics? Because he does something unusual that in today's world would be very different. So let's see. Some of these characteristics of the father are that he was wise. Obviously, he had to be wise because he let his son go and the son came around back, back to him. So obviously the father knew something that, you know, he knew what he was doing, right? He was wise, right? He already had set to give him everything, go. And he knew that he was going to receive his son back at some time, right? So hmm, he was wise. Another thing that I saw is that the father was knowledgeable, right? And why was he knowledgeable? Well, he had, and you can only be knowledgeable if you're going to give half of your, of your money that you have for your kids. And, and you must be knowledgeable because you know how to sustain yourself in an area that you're in, right? So he was knowledgeable. He had, um, you know, he had two inheritance already uh, ready to give to their son and them go do whatever they want. So he knew what he was doing. Uh, he had the sense of, you know, he had gone through it as a youth. Or so, or so on and so forth, you know, but he was knowledgeable, you know, because the things that we see the father do um, from, a, from a distance, we kind of see kind of odd. But when we get closer and deeper into it, we kind of understand what's going on. So another thing is that I see is that the father was consistent. He was consistent of who he was. How was he consistent? Well, he was accepting. He let the son leave. And he let the son come back. He was consistent on what he was doing, right? Second thing, he was understanding. He was really understanding person. He understood the son wanted to go. He understood the purpose of him getting his inheritance and leaving. And he understood what it was for him to come back with a different mindset. Okay? That's what we're going to get into right now. So, since we're talking about mindset... Let's see how the father looked at things because we see a picture of the younger son who saw things from his perspective only, right? It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. I want to use it the way I want to use it. And then we see a perspective picture of the older son where it's like, hey, you never done this for me, you never done this for me, you never done this for me, you never done this for me. So we see these things that the, the both of the sons are having. They both are like only thinking about themselves and not really thinking about each other. You know, 
the the other son was like, you know, if I do this to my father, I'll be you you be here. You know, he'll call me worthy. I'll be the worthy son. So it was like me, me, me. You know what I want. But the father's mindset was seeing the big picture. He saw that both of their sons were in some way uh, different in their thinking. He saw that his younger son was ambitious. He saw that his younger son wanted to go out into the world and become something himself. But unfortunately, his character, his, his morals were in the wrong place. So when he left, the, son already, the father had already taught him stuff, right? But he left on his own desires, on his own ambition, and was just to get the money and spend it on whatever he wanted to that was pleasurable to him. So we see those things and we kind of understand uh, why the dad gave him the money. Because he gave it to him. He was like, you know what? I trust in what I have taught you. I trust that what I have taught you is going to come back around and you will return. Right. And so and then with, uh, with the older brother, we see that towards the end, the teaching still continues. The big picture still continues. And what is that? The big picture is all about telling the, 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 the son is that, look, what you have here in place is yours. My question to you in that little place that he said, one, have you been using what is yours? Have you been using what is yours for what you want to do? The father never put restrictions on the son. Like, you can't do this because you're not old enough. You can't do this because, you know, so-and-so. He had given them because he had instructed them how to do things. But it was up to them to follow those things. He, the father trusted in what his teachings were because he had, you know, he had the experience. He had the time that he went through and he knew what it would take. But it was up to them to decide. So the father was seeing the big picture and how each son was differently in understanding. Which made him be a very uh, good mindset and acceptance. Uh, you know, seeing uh, that their sons could commit errors. They could do mistakes. But he was there to accept them and forgive them and give them back what belonged to them. Because he was a wise person. He was wise. So what did that lead to? Gratitude. He was a person of gratitude because, he, you know, in big gratitude because he actually made a humongous party for his son return and being grateful for his son being alive. And, you know, one of the things that it's very famous in the story is he was once lost, but now he's found. And that's the, per, the, 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 the number one thing that this story uh, leads to, you know, the forgiveness and the, and the acceptance and repentance of the story of the whole value of the father. So you see this values of the father that he, you know, the things that he wanted to teach his son on what to do, that mistakes do happen. You know, mistakes are going to happen, but you need to have the, you need to have an eye on the big picture. You need to accept what's in front of you and know that when you teach them, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come one day and they will understand. 
and you need to have gratitude when they do come in back and celebrate that celebrate them uh you know because they they were lost but now they're found in a place where they understand what you meant so so let's take a little let's talk a little bit about the father you know because we see that his mindset we see his characteristics but what about him you know who was he and so the father number one he was a father you know he had experience uh he was a father uh what else he was an owner. He owned lands. I mean, if you have inheritance for your kids that they can go and spend and still come back and still be able to take care of servants and workers, I mean, he he knew his stuff, right? He was an owner. That means that he was also a businessman because of the workers that he had, you know. And, and of course, if he had workers, that means that, you know, he probably had a business that he was running. Uh, what else? He had leadership because he was able to guide not only his business and the ownership of his lands and his a- animals, but he was able to lead all of them and teach, which is my last one, is teach. He was a person that uh, was teachable and also taught. And so that's what we see in the father and, and why he did what he did, right? Which brings me to the conclusion of this story. And as for the conclusion, it's the real purpose of the story is what I want to talk to you next. So we'll come back after this break and talk about the real purpose of the story. All right, everyone, we are at the conclusion, the real purpose of the story. Now, I want to remind you that we're talking about using 100% of what you're given. And so we see in this story three characters, and we see that each one of them had different things that they had to face. Uh, The younger brother had to face his own desires and realize that he had to come into a sense of humility uh, and and be of of service to be a, a person who can... Uh, rightly think and do things correctly the older brother came to the conclusion that he had everything in place didn't use it to his full ability and what happened what happened was that he was uh, angered by the return of his of his uh of his younger brother because of many reasons that could be a great example uh that maybe he was you know mad that he came back and could take everything back again or half of everything you know and that he had earned while the brother was away the younger brother was away so it brings me to this one point if you are in be in okay and simply what i'm trying to say with this is as the big brother he was in right he was in uh the father's good grace he was a worthy son you know he was faithful he was consistent to being in the area but he didn't, he, he wasn't all the way in, you know. He didn't use his resources to the max. And he didn't even use it unwisely or even wisely. He decided to stay in the safe zone and be there for the rest of his life. And I think some of us in this place uh, find ourselves in a position in the safe zone. You know, we are in that place because that's the place that's going to give us, you know, this much uh, of like of finance and it's going to do this much and we're okay with our you know insurance and blah 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 and you know it may be good from from a point of view from a point of view but from the overall you see yourself with lacking potential there was one this man called um, 
Miles Monroe, which said that the saddest place in this world is the cemetery. Because, no, not the saddest place. The richest place in the world is the cemetery. The richest. Why? Because that is the place where dreams go to die. Where many people had dreams. Many people had dreams. goals and and desires that they wanted to complete they wanted to reach but never did why because they decided to stay in that safe zone and not use their full potential not use their full inheritance their resources to to the most and use it wisely they didn't they didn't they decided to be in but not be all the way in and so this is the place where we learn from the big brother that if you're going to be in something, make sure that you are all the way in using your resources, not to the very end and be saying, you know, well, you know, you never let me do this or you never let me do that. And, and realizing that it was always in us, that it was always us, you know, we, I think sometimes, and I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on this. Because I think sometimes we think that our resources, you know, even though we have resources outside, what I mean with this is that we expect others to motivate us, others to do this. But really everything, every dream, every desire, every talent, every gift is inside of us and we need to bring it out. And that is the one number one important thing to always remember. So if you are in, be so another thing is that we, we learned from the younger brother is use your resources wisely. You know, what is one of the things that the brothers did, that the younger brother did? He didn't use it wisely. He used it and he wasted it recklessly. So know where to invest your source. The younger brother just had, he, he, he had everything, every component right. He had a vision. He had a desire. He was ambitious. But he put it in the wrong place. Please do not put your ambition, your desire in the wrong place. Know where you're investing your sources in. That's very, very important because in the very end, you're going to come back to the beginning of where you were. And then, you know, it's going to be a sad place to go through. But the part is that you're willing to come back. That's that's the most important part, that you're, you're willing to take in that humility, you're willing to take in that and come back. Because when you are at that state, you are willing to be at the right mind. So that's one of the things, also another thing that we learn from the younger brother, because there are things, material things that we need that are gonna bring us back into the place that we need to be. So in saying that, uh, use it, use your resources, uh, uh, with like um, <laughs> what I'm saying with that, with what we just talked about, is when the sun returned, we learned that if we use it, which is something that dad taught, the father taught, was that you're willing to, if you even fail and you don't succeed, you are willing to get up again, you're willing to recover from that, and that is the most beautiful thing that we learned from the younger son when he saw himself right he saw himself at a place of failure he used it to come back and that is one of the most important lessons that we learned here that no matter how many times you fail you can always get up no matter if you are i love the the movie um where the where the i don't remember what movie it is right now but i think it's um uh, scene where um, or the koala is talking about I think it's a koala uh, is saying 
You know, there's only one place to go when you are at rock bottom, and that is up. And I thought that was the most powerful line in that story. And in that movie, later on, that's how it develops, where everybody is the rock bottom, but everybody does their part to move up. So that's the number one thing that we learned from this story about the younger son. Another thing that we've learned uh, from the older son and the father, which is one of the things that he was trying to teach each one of their sons, was grow where you are planted. So this is super important because, you know, even I found myself at a place where I needed to be at somewhere. I needed to go here. I needed to go there. And sometimes you need to grow where you're planted in because you need to develop yourself from that place. And, you know, but I'm not saying like if you want to go and you want to fulfill your dreams, like, for example, um, like we, like the one we says, use your resources wisely. If you want to go somewhere far away. Make sure that you use your resources wisely. You know, if you don't have the money to spend on that, you know, Starbucks or you don't have that money to spend, you know, on, you know, things that you don't need, don't. Because you're going to end up, you know, metaphorically craving pig food and then thinking about the lowest position that you can come back home to. And, and that's, you know, not a, that's not a place that we want to be, but as well, that's a place that we need to realize uh, that we failed and we need to get up again. So, so grow where you are planted is super important because you're growing where you are at. You know, if you are at a job right now and you're trying to, you know, do what you want to do on the side, grow there. Do Take every resource that you have from your job and use it to your development and what you need. And that's super, super important to help you grow and get your own business or maybe you want a promotion in your job. Use all the resources that you have and use them wisely, right? And so it's super, super important. And so, uh, you know, it's something that I think um, what I like to put it in, in a picture form is a plant doesn't move where they where they want, but distribute wisely what they have. So that is super powerful because if you think about it, a plant does not move, you know, it's planted in a place, but it releases things that connect either by either by an insect or either by the wind and it connects to another place that it needs to go so that it can grow and reproduce more. So that's something to think about. Grow where you are planted. Okay, there's many things that we can do, and many ways that we can do them, but grow where you are planted. And lastly, one of the things that we learned from Big Brother, uh, he didn't see the big picture, which is something that the father pointed out. See the big picture. So you're chasing after your dream, uh, you know, and do it fully. As we see, you know, both of them did. Uh, the big brother and the little brother, they both chased after their dreams, right? Uh, they both chased after what they wanted. Um, but the thing that we learned from the little brother is don't be wasteful. Do not be wasteful and invest wisely. And then for the big brother is don't be arrogant to accept failure and come back. From both the little brother and the big brother. The big brother didn't want to accept the little brother's failure and didn't want to accept that he himself had failed in the part of being, uh, you know, he could have done what he had all along. He could have done more than what he stayed in his safe zone when the father told him, this is all yours. It belongs to you. You could have done this a long time ago, you know, and he didn't. And that was his failure that he saw, you know. And then the younger brother, his failure was that he saw 
on his wants, on his needs, and he was able to come back and um, and and ask the father. You know, even though he had to come back in a uh, a very uh, humil- uh, humble way, um, he came back and he was able to be reinstated to where he was. He didn't expect that. He actually expected to be a servant, but regardless, he was willing. He was willing to accept both. And that is the most important thing about this uh, story is using 100% of what you're given. So we see from each one of these characters, you know, how they used 100% of what they had to their full potential and how each one of them had a different story and how it came to a conclusion and we learned from it. So I leave you with this. Use 100% of what you're given. Whatever it is right now that you're given, use 100% of it and use it wisely. Use it to its full potential and do not, do not whatsoever. If you fail, stay there, but get up because no matter how rock bottom you are, the only way that you can go when you're there is up. So I hope you have a great day. Enjoy. And we'll talk to you later.